Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be giving you my Fantasy Basketball 101. Everything you need if you are thinking about joining the team or uh, drafting, so on and so forth. I give you the full breakdown. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so we're talking fantasy basketball one-on-one pretty much. So what do you do if you want to get involved in fantasy basketball? You want to join a league, so on and so forth. So how would I go about doing this? Well, I'm here to break it all down. In fantasy basketball, first you got to pick um where are you going to play it at? Um, Yahoo Fantasy has a basketball league. You know, they have a bunch of leagues there where you can play. And also ESPN has a bunch of leagues where you can play. So um, you have those two options there. Uh, now, your question is now, what type of league are you going to play in? And there are actually five categories. So I'll go through each of them. Uh, first, you have your head-to-head each category. Um, that one is the most popular amongst the fantasy basketball uh, diehards. And this one is basically this. It's wh- whoever has the highest amount of um, leads in each category um, wins, basically. So... Let's say it's eight categories. Um, there's scoring, there's field goal percentage, there's free throw percentage, three point goals made, there's assists, there's uh, rebounds, steals, blocks, and then in some, so that's eight categories there. So if you have the most points, if you have the most rebounds, you have the most assists, it's one win per category. So um, you can very well go 8-0 if you best your opponent in all eight categories. And then there's also the nine-category lease that has all eight of those include, and also includes turnovers, who has the lowest amount of turnovers. I don't like playing with turnovers, to be honest. Because what if you have, uh, you know, dead teams? If you have a dead team, when I say a dead team, that means uh, a team where the owner decides to quit and doesn't, you know, doesn't uh, use this lineup any longer. That opponent will probably win the turnovers uh, category for that week because... They're not really moving their lineup in and out. So uh, that's kind of the reason I don't like to use turnovers. So, And it's subjective to me. So, um, yeah, so you can go eight categories or nine categories. So, um, yeah, I think standard leagues include turnovers. So, uh, anyhow, so that's how that works. And then with uh, the two... With the head-to-head each category, uh, 
Uh, it's season long and it includes the playoffs. So um, in Yahoo, the playoffs usually is a two week round in Yahoo. It's one week, um, usually for standard leagues. If it's, you know, the specialized leagues, things could change, but uh, standard, that's the way it goes. So, so that's how head to head each category goes. Then your second most popular one is head-to-head points. Um, This is becoming more and more popular, especially on ESPN um, leagues. So what is head-to-head points? It works kind of the same way as head-to-head each category, but you're getting points for each um, point you score, rebound, um, for... And I believe in in the points, it's the field goals made and free throws made. So that's so that's where it differs from the each category. So um, so again, whoever has the highest amount of points in each category wins. They total them up, and that there you have to win. And then. Um, and then also bear in mind that points in each category most likely will differ. So say um, scoring, you know, one point per score. Maybe for assists, it's two points um, per assist. Maybe for rebound, two points per rebound. And then for steals and blocks, maybe it's three points, being that, you know, it's so rare to get those. So, um, yeah. And then also in head-to-head points, turnovers equate negative value. Value. So, um, so if you're in a league that uh, counts for turnovers, that can you know lead to negative points, which affects your score obviously. So that also is season long, and it it comes with a playoffs as well. Same kind of format as. Uh, for ESPN and Yahoo, two week in ESPN, one week in Yahoo in standard leagues. So, so that's head to head points. Then there's head to head most categories. Now this one, the person who wins the week is the one who, who wins in the most categories, obviously. So let's say you, let's say it's an eight, let's say it's an 18, eight, category uh league so if you were to get win five categories that equates to one win so um if you were and obviously in the eight category uh sort of setup and you win in four categories and your opponent win in four categories you split for the week so that'll be a tie so there's actually ties in um, in the most category uh, leagues. So you could also tie in each category as well, head-to-head each category. You can actually tie in head-to-head points if you and your opponents get the same amount of points too. But those are kind of a little more rare. It happens in each category. It does there. But um, it 
not with the proficiency that it happens in most categories. So um, that also is season long. And that also is um, playoffs with the playoffs as well. So same kind of format, ESPN two weeks, Yahoo one week. And then, um, yeah, so I explained the tie. So, yeah, so, um, yeah, so that's pretty much head-to-head most categories. And then you have uh, season, like total points for the season. So this is done where, you know, points are given for for each category, kind of like head-to-head points. But these points accumulate as the season goes on. So, say you say you uh, end up with a uh, hundred points for the the end of week one. Then you go next week a uh, hundred points for week two, and they just accumulate up. So it turns out to be two hundred points. There's no head-to-head matchups each week which is opposed to the other three categories I told you about each category points in most categories. And then also too, there's no playoffs. So the person basically with the most points at the end of the year wins. So, you know, it's kind of a simplistic way to do it, but at least you don't have to worry about, Oh, I'm facing this person who's a tough matchup or whatever. You're not doing that. So, um, you get a nice sizable amount of points, you know, you can kind of coast a little bit and, um, you know, uh, take a few chances if you want, but, um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's pretty much the deal with, um, total points for the season. So, and then the last one is Roto. It's known as Roto, but it's really rotisserie basketball. Now, this is a common way to play. I I would say it's probably the third most popular amongst the five. Um, and this one, the way it works is this. The person with, with the highest total in each category gets, um, gets a ranking. So, let's say you're in a 10-team league and you finish number one in scoring for so for the week you'll get 10 points if you come in second you get nine points third eight points and so on and so forth so um and this one is um and then you know kind of like uh total points for the season whoever has the most points at the end of season wins there's no playoffs so, um, no matchups either. So, um, it, the thing with Roto is if you get out to a big enough lead early on, it's kind of hard to lose, to, uh, lose momentum in that regard. Um, I mean, unless the other teams are pretty close to you. So, um, I guess that's it. It works kind of the same in total points too. So. Um, anyhow, so, so your Roto league and your total points league is no matchups, no playoffs. You just play till season's end. So, um, 
Yep, so those are the five categories as far as that goes. And then you also want to make sure when you look in the league settings, is it, uh, is it daily or weekly? By that I mean, do you set your lineup daily or do you set it up weekly? I like daily because uh, we live in the world now of load management. So there'll be nights where, um, I'll take the Knicks for example, where um, Tibbs decides to sit Kimba on a back-to-back. -back. So if I already have my lineup set and Kimba's already in there for the week, I really can't pull him because the lineup is set already. So I, I, then I get caught out there with, you know, being a man down because of Kimba's going to sit, sit on the bench and he won't be playing. So that's the disadvantage to uh, doing the weekly lineup. I strongly urge against that. Just do a daily fantasy one. I mean, a, da uh, a daily, one where it's daily and you're fixing your lineups on the fly. And may I suggest, too, that you have the app on your phone. This way you could really change your lineup on the fly. Um, I actually recommend being tied to um, definitely have ESPN on your phone, have CBS Sports on your phone, the apps, those apps. This way you can kind of look and take a look and see if a guy's going to be out. You, eh, you'll get an alert for it, so on and so forth. I know I get alerts for it through ESPN. I get it through CBS, whether a guy is in or out the lineup pretty much, unless it's a late scratch. So, you know, sometimes those happen. So, so guys, those are your five leagues that you can choose. Uh, I'm going to go on now to league size and draft types. So, um, uh, so if you were to go with a public league in ESPN or in Yahoo, as far as ESPN, they give you the option of a points league or each category league. If you're doing just a standard public league and you're giving the option of 10 teams or 12 teams to start. So, so um, you know, I suggest a 10-team league if you're just starting out um, this way. Again, kind of the same principle with fantasy football. The bigger the league, the more players you have to know. The smaller the league, the less players you have to know. So, yeah, so there's that. Um, Yahoo gives you the, the option of head to head each category or Roto. They give you those options. They also give you the option of standard or salary cap. I'll explain salary, salary cap in a minute. And then they start you out with 12 teams. So it's no 10 teams. You have to do 12 teams if you're doing public standards. So. So, uh, so my option would be to go with the ESPN one to start out. So, uh, okay. So let's talk about league size. League size can go. Now this is for like specialized, um, 
you know, more like private free leagues. Um, I'm not talking about the cash leagues and stuff. Um, you can do those if you like. Um, I don't really do them. Um, I have my reasons, but uh, some leagues can go as low as four teams in a league, which seems insane to me. But um, and though these are customizable leagues, obviously. So um, they can go as low as four teams um, in standard. They go as low as eight teams. So um, there's that. Again, my suggestion to newbies, if you're going to go with the with the uh, the private free leagues, go with an eight-team league. Again, the smaller the league, the less players you need to know. Um, so that's my suggestion there, uh, if you want to go that route. Um, then you have the keeper leagues. Keeper leagues are leagues that require a long-term commitment. Um, and then at season's end, you're, you are required to hang on to a certain amount of players. And then the other ones you just put back into the pool to be drafted for the next year. So um, that's a keeper league. So um, the numbers could vary. Could be three players you're throwing out. Could be four so on and so forth so that's keeper league um and then you have your draft types and i'm going to tell you about um well there's a number of them um but in a general sense there's your snake draft your snake draft is draft where it goes down first pick to the 10th pick and then from the 10th pick if it's a 10 team league uh, it'll go back. You'll, you'll, if you had the 10th pick, you'll get the 11th pick. And then it goes back up the other way back to the first position pretty much. So it reverses the order basically. So, um, for like round one, you have the first pick and round two, you'll have the 20th pick. So, um, so there's, that's a snake draft. And those can be live, those can be auto-pick, those can be offline. I prefer to be in a live draft. Um, I hear a lot of guys say, you know, auto-pick, I want to, I want a league championship with an auto-pick team. That's fine, but um, with auto-pick, they don't change the rankings. So a guy who just gets hurt will probably still be in the rankings, and then you end up with that guy on your team, so... Uh, that's why I like being at a draft live and plus all the preparation I do. I would like to be at the draft. Um, then there's your auction draft, which now they've changed the wording to a salary cap draft. Each league member is given a set budget and they are to they're You're bidding on players and the player who bids the highest on one player will get the player for X amount of points. So I never played the salary cap league, so I really can't speak to the dynamics of it. But uh, I hear it's fun. I hear it's great. Uh, maybe one day I'll be bold enough to do it just to experience it. Um, but I haven't as, as of this point. So, um, so again, where to join? I told you ESPN is uh, 
is one league. And for standard, it's terms of standard goes, it usually goes point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center. Then from there, you go, you, you'll you have a guard position where it could be any guard, point guard or shooting guard. Then a forward position, any forward, any small forward, any power forward. And then you have three utility positions, which means any position can be filled in these slots from the point guard to the center. So, And then you're usually given three bench positions three guys you can have on your bench and it usually includes one slot for uh injured reserve so that's in espn leagues and yahoo fantasy is pretty much the same amount as far as the positions go it's pretty much the same kind of deal there um usually about 13 slots um power uh Point guard, shooting guard, guard, small forward, power forward, then uh, center. Sometimes they give they allot you two centers, so um, which will make it a fourteen um, a fourteen player league. So um, yes, so watch out for that as well. So um, I kind of put a premium on getting the better centers first in drafts that's just me so um and then also there's levels to it um experienced as far as experience goes beginner or pro there's that then the scoring i told you the type of scoring and whether it's a snake or salary cap and then you pick a date and you pick a time um and usually what they'll do is they'll lot you. This is an ESPN. Uh, you can pick up to six days in advance um, as far as your draft day and time. So you could do it right then and there if you have the time. So, um, you know, that that option is there for you. Yahoo Fantasy, you could pick more in advance, the time in advance. You can do that. Um Again, the public league is usually 12 teams. Uh, it's head-to-head or roto um, standard draft or salary cap. And then the I was talking about the money leagues. The prize leagues for Yahoo Fantasy usually start at $5 if you want to go there. But again, I don't get involved in those cash leagues because to me, I think... Uh, maybe this is the conspiracy theorist in me. I think this allows for guys to collude and then make these kind of lopsided trades and stuff like that. That's just me. I, I don't go there. So, um, And then in Yahoo, they have the private leagues. I spoke a little bit about that. These are the most customizable. You have more options for league size, for league scoring. In fact, I have a specialized league where um, I my league is just a scoring league, just a scoring league. And it's um, eight guys and it's just scoring. And I only have three positions, forward, guard, and center. So, um, yeah, so I'm pretty competitive too each year. So, um, 
Again, it's either free. You can join for free or you can do cash prize leagues. Um, all five league types are available head-to-head as far as each category points in most categories. Roto, rotisserie, and uh, total points, season points. So, um, again, there's a draft that's live. You can do a live snake draft. You can do auto pick. You can do live salary cap. Or you can do offline. So, you have those options as well. So, so that is that as far as that goes. Draft preparation. Um, basically, you'll just um, prepare for your draft as far as, um, you know, getting certain publications. Me, myself, I like to get the Lindy magazine for pro basketball. I look through all the, you know, the uh, teams, you know, um, they kind of allude to projected starters. Uh, not so much. Um, you can kind of get a feel for it as you read. Street and Smith, they also do a pro basketball annual. Um, Slam does it as well if you want to do that. Beckett as well is another publication. So you got a few that you can choose there. Sporting news is basically, they used to be a... Uh, you know, a hard, um, hard copy publication. Now they're strictly online, so you can go there. Uh, USA Today does a sports weekly that they used to do, and they used to include a special back of uh, pro uh, fantasy basketball edition. I haven't seen it this year thus far. They did do one for football, I believe, um, but I have yet to see the special edition fantasy basketball. It was a good one too, by the way. And then also you can do draft kits. What is a draft kick kit? Uh, usually it comes with cheat sheets. It comes with rankings and it comes with projections for each player. So um, this way you, if you're drafting, you could tweak your strategies with your own rankings if you want do you can do that so uh the free draft kits that's available online are through espn through yahoo and another site number fire uh is free number five i think you only have to have a google account in order to access it so um if you have a google account you could access them the ones you pay for would be Rotowire is one, Fantasy Pros is another one, and NBC got this thing now, NBC Sports Edge, and that's a pay one as well. So, um, so you have that option as well. And then, um, for preparation, I say mock draft. Mock draft as much as you can, and as many places as you can, whether it's ESPN or Yahoo, um, both of them offer mock drafting and for most type of leagues as well and league sizes. So you can, you have your option to choose, try out different strategies when you do these mock drafts. Um, let's say you want to go heavy guard in the beginning and then get your forwards late. Actually, I go the reverse to be honest, but, um, you know, use different strategies. 
also pick from different draft positions. Um, and it's funny, I had two drafts where, <laughs> and I was picking back to back on each because in one draft, I ended up slotted as the 10th pick in a 10-team league. So I had the 10 and 11. And then in another draft, I had the first overall pick, which means I'm drafting again 20 and 21. So, um, so I, so in two drafts already, I had to pick back to back. So, um, which has its advantages and it has its disadvantages. So, um, but yeah, definitely pick from different different draft positions. So this way you can kind of get a feel for uh, how what guys are flying off the board early, which guys are, um, you know, uh, not flying off without dropping. Look for sleepers as well. Like the two drafts I did, Russell Wilson, uh, not Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook went kind of early in my drafts from the positions I was in. Um, another guy who went early too towards the latter part was Clay Thompson. A lot of people feel Clay Thompson's going to come back. He's going to be his old self. So um, those those are two examples. So um, so there's that. Uh, pinpoint where in your drafts that your guys are being selected. When I use the phrase your guys, that means you did your research and so forth. And these are guys that you like that you see has tremendous opportunity, have a, a great chance to produce. Um, uh, let me give you an example. Uh, the Spurs uh, forward, Keldon Johnson. Uh, I think he's going to have a pretty pretty solid year. Um, I think him being in the Olympics, that kind of boosts his confidence. Um, he showed flashes towards the end of last year. Um, so I think he's a guy who's going to step forward. Uh, he's one who I consider a sleeper. Somebody like that, look at where his draft position is. And if you got to grab him, a, grab him a round higher, do that. So that's what I mean by your guys, guys that you're zeroed in on. Like, I think this guy's going to produce and produce well. You want to lock those guys in and, you know, don't be afraid to draft a guy earlier than his position there because there's other people out there who might have the same idea as you. So that's what I mean when I say pick your guys. So um, that's what I mean in that regard. Moving on to draft day. So draft day is here. It's finally here. So what do you do um, prior to your draft? Print out your cheat sheets, you know, um, your rankings and so forth. This way you kind of have it in hand and go can go over it a little bit before the draft. Um, I implore you before your draft, know your league rules before drafting. I, this can make the difference between winning and losing. Um, if you're drafting a guy who's shoots poorly, um, let's take, for example, um, probably in his heyday, um, uh, Andre Drummond, for example, he's going to give you a lot of rebounding. He's going to give you blocks. He's going to give you solid free, uh, field goal percentage, but he's going to kill you in free throws. So, um, 
he's a great guy to pick up in like free throws made leagues. He won't hurt you as much there, but in uh, free throw percentage, he'll kill your team. So um, another strategy is if you want to draft a guy like this, make sure you have strong free throw shooters with strong percentages to offset what he gives you. So there's an option too. Or you just punt to position and say, he gives me enough, uh, you know, rebounds and blocks that I can, you know, forego a free throw percentage. That's fine. That works in probably each leagues and most, and I mean, each categories and most categories, you might want to reconsider that line of thinking. So, that's just a thought there. But know your league rules. Please, 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 I implore you, know your league rules. Another thing, make sure that the device you're working from, whether it be a laptop, whether it be a tablet, whether it be your phone, make sure that you're able to draft from that device. Do the test client and make sure. There's a test client that's usually there. Uh, that you click on the link, it'll tell you this this device is compatible with you know the uh, the draft room, getting into the draft room. So so there's that. Um, arrive at your draft early. Um, for Yahoo, they give you 30 minutes grace period before your draft that you can enter the room. ESPN has taken that away for some reason. I think. I think they need to bring that back where you can actually get to your draft early. It was one time where you can get into your draft an hour before your draft, which was great, you know. But, um, yeah, so I think ESPN needs to tweak that because right now it's like three minutes before your draft. That's no time at all. But if you're well prepared, it's fine. So, okay, once you're in your draft room, um, here's what – I usually do. I put my guys. Uh, I just spoke about that a minute ago. The guys that you're pinpointing, put them into your queue just in case something happens where you go offline. That happened to me once where the, the Wi-Fi went wacky. So um, and I learned from that. I ended up drafting from my car from my phone. So put your guys in your queue if you have the time. Um Put them in the queue this way. If something goes wonky with the internet or the Wi-Fi, at least you know your guys will come to you um, if you happen to go offline. So, And then once you're on the clock to choose a player, be ready. Be, be ready and also be spontaneous. By that I mean you may have a plan going into the draft, but things can happen where... If guys end up dropping, you want to be able to be flexible and say, hey, wait a second, this guy is dropping for some reason. Let me grab him. So that's what I mean by being spontaneous. So Also have a backup plan. Let's just say for some reason or another, your guy ends up getting drafted just before you pick. Then you want to be able to have a backup plan like okay he's gone so let me pick him trust me you can't go wrong if you do that 
And then finally, keep an eye on other rosters. By that, I mean, especially those drafting right before you, because I've seen it done where just before I pick, my guy goes. So I got to, you know, instead of me scrambling to figure out who I'm going to pick, I have a list of, you know, just in case my guy goes, I go with this person. So prepare yourself for that as well. Um, remain focused. Keep your focus in the draft from your first pick to your very last pick. Um, stay focused and um, just follow your your draft board. But again, don't be afraid to be spontaneous as well. And finally, if chat is available, feel free to uh, chat it up with the guys in there. You know, some talk a little smack talk, some talk a little, you know, um, some talk about pertinent information. So you definitely want to do that as well. So, um, so that is that. Okay. Now, once you have your team, what do you do? Um, first of all, you definitely want to give your team a creative name. Um, I've, I've done this over the past. Um, like I say, L Luca sleeps with the fishes playing off of the Godfather, of course, if I have Luca Donkic on my team. So, um, yeah, so get creative with your, your team names. Um, definitely want to rename your team once you drafted them. So, but, um, and then also consistency set your roster each and every week i can't say that enough um you come monday usually for in most leagues your leagues start from monday and end sunday so early monday make sure monday morning just set your draft up for the whole week it don't take but two seconds to set your draft for the whole week. It doesn't take long at all. Um, and even on Yahoo, um, you can do it at the press of a button Monday um, where it says um, select active players for the week. And it'll do it. So you, you don't have to do all that maneuvering. It's pretty easy. So, um, yeah. So Monday, Monday early. Only early Monday games you really have are uh, Martin Luther King's birthday. Otherwise, you really don't have early Monday games. I don't believe Christmas falls on a Monday. So, um, anytime Monday, just set your line up before 7 o'clock because usually that's when your first game is on Monday. So, um, again, I say have the app on your phone. Have... Uh, Yahoo Fantasy on your phone. Have ESPN Fantasy on your phone. This way you could tweak your roster right there. Um, there's a lot of last-minute injuries, and you know we're in the world of load management, so you definitely want to have uh, have the app there so you can make those moves. So the waiver wire, the waiver wire. Always keep an eye on the wire. Um, for ways to improve your team, I say this time and time again. The team you draft probably won't be the team you finish the year with. I guarantee it. 
So um, always look for ways to tweak your draft. I mean, tweak your roster. Um, also, too, keep in mind that, um, you know, look out for impatient owners um, who throw away struggling players. Um, they may give up on them too early, and then you that's when you swoop in and get the guy. I can't tell you how many countless times I've seen that happen. Um, I'll give you an example. A notorious slow starter, Donovan Mitchell. Um, actually, I was talking to my my boy about this. Um, he wanted to trade him away. I said, I told him, he's normally a slow starter. Wait, 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 wait. He'll, 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 he'll show himself. And little do you know, it wasn't long before he ended up posting his up his normal numbers, but. He is a notorious slow starter. For some reason or another, some guys are slow starters. So you just got to wait it out. Um, and I told him to do that, and that's what he did. So, But, you know, sometimes the uh, owner get frustrated and throw him on the waiver wire. That's when you pounce in and grab, your, grab him. So trading, as far as trading goes, um, Again, I say always look for ways to tweak your roster, improve, you know, maybe you're weak at the forward position. You want to improve that via trade. Maybe you got too many point guards. You may want to uh, deal one to get a small forward. Uh, you can do that. Don't be that guy who constantly offers these lopsided deals. Um, let all your deals be done with fairness. Um yeah, don't be that guy. And then if someone offers you these types of trades, just just either decline it or just ignore it. Um, I like ignoring it because uh, it kind of sends a message, although declining it is extra work. Um, but ignoring it works just as fine. Thank you very much. So, And then my last piece of advice is... Stay until the very end. Nobody likes a quitter, you know? So um, play out your season until the very end. Don't be that guy who uh, gives up on his roster and and this, this only leads to easy wins for the other guys when you give up on your roster. So um, don't be that guy. So I think that's about it in terms of your... Fantasy foot, uh, fantasy basketball 101. Um, that's pretty much all of the um, news that's fit to print in that regard. Um, like I said, I had a couple of drafts that I've done already. I got three more to go. The one scoring one I told you about, that's an easy one. So, um, so yeah. So, guys, we're right around the corner to the basketball season. I will be doing my preseason picks and so on and so forth. So that'll be coming up soon. So um, until then, guys, we'll, we'll talk later. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can follow me on my Facebook page, GD That Sports Dude. You also can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude, and also on Twitter 
you can find me at GD that sport dude. Also, you can email me at that sports dude GD at gmail.com. You can also support me through my Zelle at that same email address. And also on anchor.fm slash GD that sports dude. You can hit the support button there to contribute to this podcast and also like me there as well. And again, I thank you for listening to this content.